Welcome back to another episode of As the Garden Grows. Welcome, and also thank you for having me. (laughs) And thank you for starting the business. How are you doing, my love? You know, I am doing okay. I don't want to tell any lies today. Beautiful. Hey, your beautiful new branded hair. Thanks. When you say branded, it gets a little confusing because we do have people out here getting... (gasps) Oh my Literally God. branded. We're not talking. No one here is talking about branding <laughs> your body. Unfortunately, that's coming up a lot in popular culture lately. Again, if you are not a cow, don't. And also, if you are a cow, don't. You don't have to. It's not your choice. <laughs> anyway, your hair looks beautiful. Thank you. Now, shall we get started on the star cast? Let's get right into it. Get right into the stars. Yes. I'm just going to cross my legs here. Oh, get a comfy. lady. You know... I just feel like I didn't get like properly comfy well, before do. we started. Please do. It's a visual medium now, so you guys can all see how uh, the lady adjusts. <laughs> so we'll get into the star cast. That's We're talking about Friday the 25th to the following Thursday the 31st. Yes. On the 27th Sunday, mm-hmm. Mercury enters Aries. Yes. Here we go. Here we go. Are we ready? It's getting kicked off. <laughs> it's all getting kicked off, people. Yeah. Get ready to fight. I mean... (laughs) Get ready to fight. At least with your words. I mean... Exactly. I don't necessarily think it's like a fighting time, but I do think the words will get a little bit more um, concise. Yeah. The, you know, um, Mercury is a very fast moving planet. Aries is a very fast paced energy. So I think like for all intents and purposes, Mercury probably likes to be there. Yeah, it's Um, probably fun. Yeah, it's probably a good time for Mercury. Different from the way that it is in Leo, where it's, like, actually at its fall, you know? Um, So, yeah, I think Mercury in Aries is a good little kind of, like, kick. I also think, especially because we're going to be coming off of that Mercury-Neptune conjunction, and that is where, like, everything just gets a little bit iffy, and I think it'll just feel really good to finally feel like you have the words to kind of get your point across, and, like, it's hitting, you know what I mean? Especially after that wonky Pisces season of being like, I feel things, but I don't know what they are, and I can't and I don't explain know how to say it, them. Yeah. I'm depressed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now it's just like, listen, I know exactly how I'm feeling. You ready to hear it? Yep. Doesn't matter, because I'm going to say it, because it's Aries season. <laughs> exactly. I love it. It's fun. It is It's literally fun. fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that'll be fun. Then on the 28th Monday, um, Venus and Saturn, both in Aquarius, are conjunct. Mm. And what'll that be like? Yeah. <laughs> It's not really a yes or no. Yeah. But in what, in, so kind of like, what will we, you know, kind of like experience, feel that day? Um, What's the vibe of that day going to be? What's the date of that, if you could remind me? That is the 28th on Monday. The 28th. So that means that Mars and Saturn are going to be conjunct very soon thereafter. Um, And I just think that's going to be a little bit of a more solemn time um, because... I don't think the Venus-Saturn conjunction will feel necessarily bad. Okay. I think that Venus and Saturn coming together can actually sometimes be really great because, um, you know, they both are about commitment in a way. Mm. They both kind of have a, a... Like, for example, Saturn is actually exalted in Libra which is one of Venus's signs because Libra is so committed and Saturn loves that. Yeah. So, you know, um, 
in that sense, like, I think that that conjunction will feel like it, it will feel better. It will feel more um, founded, grounded, like, okay. you know, foundational, yeah. I think is the word that I'm looking for. Um, but know that very soon thereafter, Mars and Saturn are then going to be conjunct. And I think that's going to, and we'll talk about it closer to when that's happening, but I think that will feel like a very serious time because Mars and Saturn are the two malefic planets in the sky. And when, and the last time that they were conjunct, I believe was March of 2020. Oh boy. Okay. I'm quite sure. And it was in Aquarius. And and you have to realize like all of this is happening in Aquarius. Yeah. So there's there's a big part of our mental health that is being kind of brought up, brought because Aquarius is an air sign, and when you get in with the air signs, you're talking about mental health and mental functionality, period. So there's definitely some I think in a beautiful way, like we have really gotten kind of outspoken about our mental health and started like taking some, some more than others. Yeah. And and I think we've started to like really like take into consideration how the things that we're doing are affecting what's going on totally. up here and how what's going on up here affects our ability to do things. Like, and also like we're realizing, I hope, that what's up here is like a lot more important than what we're doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And how you can doing, yeah like how you're resonating being is yeah. more important than doing yeah you know? yeah yeah or they're they're equal i think that's part of another thing though like that's happened just with like society where like doing has become a very masculine thing yeah. and being has become a very feminine thing and i think like what we want in life is a balance between those things so we true. want a shared kind of space for masculine divine masculinity and divine femininity to coexist with one another always because yeah. we're all always embodying those things and so it's really about the balance you know what i mean and 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 about allowing yourself to just do and be when you need to do and be yeah, you know exactly um so i think that's going to come up in a big way with those Saturn conjunctions that are coming up and it'll feel, um, you know, I think it'll feel for some of us, it'll feel good to have a, a moment to take a step back and be like, whoa, this is how the last two years has really like impacted my life. And like, these are the things that are changing forever yeah. for me, because I think what we can all agree on is that in the last two years, we've made changes that we'll have for the rest of our lives. 100%. Like, in there is no going back. Collectively and... And actually, that's like another really good important theme of all this is that it's happening in Aquarius. So there's a lot about the collective yeah. that's coming up. The whole group is changing. And this vibe of like, we're here to take care of each other, it keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, like this reminder that like, we are all here to care about one another. Totally. Or else we wouldn't we wouldn't see each other if we yeah. didn't need to if we didn't need to be interacting if it wasn't s- human to be social and right you know 100%. what I mean then we wouldn't have yeah, it we would just get dropped in the middle of our own world to, uh, like explore c- like on those video games. right and like in in so many ways yes you are the center of your universe and you are a universe in and of yourself true but understanding how you play into the collective kind of galaxy that the exists right here if you will. yeah yeah. 
And also like how we as a collective yeah. have changed and grown and oh, can support and, and protect one another because a lot about health is involved here. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I know that was like a big explanation for that hey, one, but you know what? It's a podcast. The more you know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and our last one is on the 31st on Thursday, of course, the new moon in Aries. Yes. Oof. Ooh, that'll be a good one. Yeah, I definitely think that's going to feel good. I think, um, I know the moon doesn't necessarily love to be in Aries, but, um, you know, I think that time of year, it's just, it's such a, it's such a fresh time. That's what it is, like spring clean. Yeah. It feels so nice. Totally. It's gonna, I think that's like the perfect way to describe that is like spring cleaning, set your intentions based on that. Yeah. Like, what are you like actually gonna do? You know what I mean? Are actually gonna be this year? Like, yeah. Totally. Yeah. And it's a new chance. Yeah. It's it's totally new. And we just have the equinox and just so much like newness. There's this this spring energy, right? Mm -hmm. Of like the flowers are coming up and starting to see little flowers and all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. Ah, all right. That's the Starcast. Yay, great Starcast. Okay, so now we're going to visit some hot topics. Okay, happened in a couple weeks. Let's check in on what's going on in the world. Shall we? Or the we shall for mine at least the continental United States. Yes. Um. Okay. So number one, I read a whole thing entitled. Okay, it's entitled "Cannabis Industry Goes All In on Banking Push Before Midterms." First of all, kind of an ambiguous okay. title considering they're talking about the Safe Banking Act. Mm-hmm. Like, so it really is going in on all in on the federal legalization bill, and I'm not sure why it wouldn't really be framed as such. But anyway, um, basically, there are a lot of people that are trying to get it pushed through before the elections because we're scared that the Democrats might lose one of the, you know, the House or the Senate. And, but then all these actual Actually, it's Democrats trying to hold it back now saying, but this bill isn't good enough and it doesn't address stuff for criminal justice Mm -hmm. and all the things we actually need. And it'll be so much harder to go back and try to, again, we're going to have the same problem where Mm -hmm. now, you know, different states are doing different things to combat the federal problem. So they don't want to pass something. So it's Mm -hmm. hard because now we don't. Now I don't know who to root for. <laughs> Do I want? Yeah. You know, we don't want an incomplete bill passed. No, we don't. But we also do want something, anything passed <laughs> because. Well, we want safe banking. Yeah, one hundred percent. We want safe banking. We want to be able to, um, yeah, one hundred percent be protected. You know, it's hard to say that, and I think it's kind of silly to say. It's, it would be so much harder to go back and get the reform. But I think that people who are fighting for things like criminal justice reform with cannabis know that that's not a real priority of these legislators and these lawmakers. It's just not. Clearly. And so if it doesn't get passed now, it will be so much longer before that type of reform happens. So it's really like a catch-22 when you're like the the us of the situation. Because on the one hand, you're like, I do want our money to be protected and I do want to feel safer. And it would be nice to just have one thing ease up in terms of like just this sea of over-regulation, you know? However, we have to be smart about it and understand that, look, the legal industry has been surviving for this long without 
people's money getting seized and all of that negative stuff happening. And I think it's right to say, hold it up until it is the right bill. Because these types of things so quickly get lost and disregarded. And once the federal government starts making the money, that that cannabis money, who's to say that they will really ever go back, especially if the people fighting for this are the Democrats? 100%. Like cannabis is this great equalizer across, you know, bipartisan lines or whatever. But, but the social issues but are the not. But the social issues are not. It's, That's so they're true. Not. Everyone agrees that weed should be legal because of the market of weed, but not everyone agrees that, you know, the principles behind it, social what we equity need along with it. And yeah, that, that 100%. Because do you know that there are states that have enacted cannabis recreation laws with no social equity tied to them? I believe it. And which states do you think they are? They're the conservative states. Conservatives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So... How do you think this is going to go if they don't fight for it now? And we've said this since day one. If you don't write social equity into the law, it's already not good enough. Yeah, 100%. It's already not good enough. So. And it, also in that sense, too, it's like, oh, it's it's such a broad idea. Like, how do they do it right? Like, they do it right by writing any form of social equity in because then it can be so much easily, so more easily changed later. Right. And adjusted. and adjusted and added upon and more amendments added, whatever. But if it's not in there at all, then we have to go through a different situation of writing a whole new law that has to get through both chambers again. You know what I mean? Like, as we all know, it's just right. not... Right. It's not feasible. It's not. So I think if the Democrats are saying, and the people that are the original kind of um, authors of this this work are saying, this isn't good enough, this isn't what we fought for, then it's not good enough. Yeah. It's not good enough, and it and needs to... And good enough to, is not good enough yeah, in this situation, barely. by the way. You know what I mean? So we we need that criminal justice reform piece, because otherwise this industry is just hurting. It's And we do not want to be that. We do not want to do that. It is not fair if we are making money, and at the same time, people are being exploited and criminalized for things that we're making money off of. It 100%. is not right. It's fucked up. Yeah, we can't. And it we also can't let that directly happen. impacts safety. My actual second pot topic really leads into this, mm. which is about um, equity-owned businesses in Oakland, California. One of them, in particular, had gotten robbed twice, um, and their obviously insurance didn't cover everything to recoup those losses. Obviously, again, because of not being federally legal, et yeah. cetera, et cetera. And that there was just no assistance. And this is supposed to be California, the most mature market. Like, it's crazy that that kind of equity stuff is still not happening there. And the article reads exactly like all the things we say. It's like, as much as they talk about it, there's actually no help. You know what I mean? And that's just so upsetting to hear about in, like I said, the oldest market in this country. Yeah. And you think the most sophisticated, but it's not. Well, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Nobody has done social equity right. Nobody has done it. We've not seen a successful social equity program True. come about True. in this industry, in this country. We have not seen it. So it's that, very upsetting. that's just the reality. Not in Oakland. I'll tell you, they're far from it. Not in Chicago. Definitely not Connecticut. And definitely not Massachusetts. Definitely not Massachusetts. I'm not a, I'm not a mascot. Massachusetts is a joke. No, ridiculous. A complete joke. 
as we know, because we're not down in the storm baking cookies right now, as we should. Those people do not care about social equity. Most of the people at the commission don't care about helping businesses, especially small businesses, move forward. So, no, they're a joke. Do you have any pot topics? You know, I do have a little pot topic. Um, It's not quite as serious of a tone, but it is important. And the title of my pot topic, my article, was Why Does Instagram Censor the Cannabis Community? And we've talked about this a few times because it is very, very frustrating. Light me up. And I'm sorry to do it, you know, because I know there's there's plenty of other things. I'm always ready to go, especially in Aries season. Go ahead. But basically, it's just talking about, like, one of the subtitles of the article is, like, Cannabis and Instagram, a world of shadow bans, deleted posts, and disabled accounts. And the article was basically saying how, so this is, let me just read to you guys, this is what Instagram posts as their guidelines with cannabis. It says, Instagram doesn't allow people or organizations to use the platform to advertise or sell marijuana, regardless of the seller's state or country. Our policy prohibits any marijuana seller, including dispensaries, from promoting their business by providing contact information like phone numbers, email addresses, street addresses, or by using the Contact Us tab in Instagram business accounts. What? However, we do allow people to include a website link in their bio information. What a treat. Oh my gosh. Okay. Precious. So, first of all, let's just break that down for a second. Now, this article is saying like, okay, this sounds fair. Well, okay, let's break that down for one second, because saying that you can't provide contact information is a little bit intense. Why even let us have a profile at all? Why Exactly. Why it's even allow so someone you can to have use, a business You profile? can get the good numbers from us, but we don't get to use any of the good value. You know what I mean? Right. Like they get more accounts, more engagement, whatever it is. They get to track us and sell our data. Basically. But we don't get to even put our email address. I, I got to make some changes. <laughs> well, apparently. Um, yeah, I mean, take the contact us. I don't know if that will help us or hurt us, but that is what they're saying that they allow. The thing is, though, still even with that, even if you did, so many people talk about how their accounts get shadow banned, how their accounts get deleted altogether, or their posts get deleted. And that is what is so killer because the article talks about how you can promote guns on Instagram, you can promote alcohol pills you can sell your literal body i know plenty of beautiful OnlyFans performers that also do well on instagram do you know what i mean like you can do and they advertise that they're on OnlyFans on instagram and that's the thing it's like instagram initially started as just like this like picture diary for people right and then (laughs) it expanded into like a business platform yeah to the point where most people on Instagram are on there for business. Yeah. It's, Especially from a business standpoint, you have to have an you Instagram. You have to have an Instagram. It yes. wouldn't make sense. That's what I wanted to say. Like businesses who are on there on there for businesses. Yeah. For it's business. what a website was ten years ago. Like if you were a business that didn't have a website ten years ago, it's like, uh, are you real? Like now if it's like I can't find you on IG, that's pretty weird. It's like what do you even do? Also what are you offering? Yeah. You know what I mean? People want to see people need that stuff they now. Need Content to see it. That is, is validation. Yeah. yeah. That's like validation for your product, for your brand. That's like part of what they're buying. It's how you into. stay connected. Yeah, exactly. It's a community. It's, and it's, it's where a, we exert, like, our brand voice the most. For example, that's where people, like, re- like, besides this podcast, it's also the best way we get people to listen to the podcast. You know 100%. what I mean? It's not. Yeah. It's, it's like an where integral we part keep, to where we yeah. connect. So it's, like, really fucked up 
though, and we've had this conversation before as a team where we've been like, yo, everything we do on Instagram, we have to back up in some way. We have to have some type of, like we've talked about how can we start getting people to our website as opposed to Instagram because That's we don't be feel a big safe part of building as a business. Our, our new website for when we're like really active in the bakeries up. Like we're going to make it a very social happening space and the fact that you can like get everything you need from our community there. So that if there ever was a situation where, because we've never had like our posts deleted or anything, but we don't get to use a lot of the features yeah, as we we've don't talked about before. And we are shadow banned. Like I've had people tell me like, I cannot find your profile on Instagram. Yeah, unless you people type out have the whole told, name. People have told me they've typed out the whole name and haven't been able to find it. People have told me that someone has even sent it to them and they've clicked on it. And then when they go to click on it, it says profile does not exist. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've even had to request people as a friend or try to follow people and they still couldn't get to me. Crazy. So like there's all types of shadow ban, like links to which shadow banning goes on Instagram that we aren't even aware of. I didn't even know what shadow banning was. Someone had to tell me like, oh, your account is shadow banned. And then I went and looked it up and I was like, what? In general, the IG um, shadow ban situation is truly crazy. Like there are a lot of like different like fan accounts and like meme things that just get shut down because of some crazy thing. Like they really are like nuts about it. It's like, do you want us on the motherfucking platform or not? First of all, I don't even get the idea behind it in terms of like, don't you want engagement across all of the users? Like, I don't get it from a business. I just standpoint. don't understand why people can like take pictures with guns and show that, but you can't have a picture smoking a joint. Like that could potentially get taken down. 100%. So anyways, I mean, I was really intrigued by the article. It, it was speaking a lot about just how Instagram should really kind of get with the times basically. Yeah. And just, they should, be a friend of the cannabis community rather than an enemy sooner rather than later. Because you know what's going to happen is once the next... Like, I wonder how it is on TikTok because... Once the next platform does allow everyone that's that what they I'm, want that's it what to I be, agree. we're just going to move there. Yeah. As soon as there's a platform that's a viable platform that is welcoming towards cannabis industry, everyone's just going to move it over there. And that's going to take a lot of energy and attention with them because there's a lot of people who enjoy kind of like getting cannabis content on Instagram. Yeah, 100%. So, it's crazy. anyways, I found it super interesting. That is super interesting. And we'll see where Again. it goes. It definitely does impact her. Forget you, Meta. Yeah, I agree. Fuck them. Okay. So, what's so next? So, that's it for Pot Topics. Nice. Now, yeah. next, I thought we could just have a little discussion about something that has been coming up in our lives, which is like being in emergency mode. Okay. Like being in that place where like you're just grappling to deal with whatever is going on internally yep that you cannot even like fill your cup you cannot be a good friend you cannot be you know what i mean like it has so many different like components to it yeah and a lot of times people don't even like fully realize that they're in that place yeah so i just want to talk about that today because i first of all i think i have always operated from a place of emergency mode i don't think that i've ever gotten out of it what do you feel like has like been coming up recently that kind of like i think really brought this up for you (laughs) you know i think recently the so being home like being here Mm -hmm. It's, like, such a full life yeah. as compared to, like, what I was doing in California. Yeah. And I just, like, had so much time to, like, choose my own schedule and stuff, yeah. whatever. 
And now, like, being home, I've realized, especially, like, in the last couple of months of us feeling like we are always in emergency mode with the business, I'm just sitting here, like, I'm not catching up with people I want to see. I'm not seeing people I want to see. I'm not even, like, living a life fully. And I know we've talked about that on the podcast before, but, like, it just always feels like anytime I have time, I should be doing something so that we can get going. You know what I mean? And it's hard to get out of that. And I realize that that's, like, it's kind of different from being in the emergency mode of, like, you know, I had traumatic childhood stuff yeah. and then you learn to like whatever, yeah. create the facade that Deal gets you it. through the rest of life. <laughs> yeah, 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 100%. But I think it really like was so magnified during this recent time because I just felt like so overwhelmed like yeah. all the time. And yeah. that's really not like somewhere that I'm used to feeling, Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure you feel the same way. Well, yeah. I mean, I I definitely do. I do feel like we have had a really overwhelming winter. I think totally. it's been, there's been a lot of like, just like hits kind of, and it doesn't even feel like we're able to like recover from one before we get another. Yeah. And they've also been like, because it's been such a steady stream, I think there was like a moment where we were like a little bit desensitized to it or almost like we were just like actively ignoring it. And then it's just like even, it just got even louder and yeah. heavier and, you know, bigger in that way. Yeah. And that's like, very, very hard. And I, I do think, I mean, I feel like I've been in emergency mode, honestly, for a few years now. Yeah. Because I don't feel like I've had the space to like, do what you're talking 100%. about. Like catch up with people, like go on vacation. Right. Yes. Like read take time off. Yeah. Pleasure. Like read a book, like just chill. Like I don't, there's no moment of my life. There, there's definitely downtime, but it's not downtime that I receive gr- in a good way where I'm totally. like, oh, I'm so happy to be relaxing right now. It's like, no, I don't. Because even when I try to put myself in situations to relax, I can't. Like I'm 100%. immediately either like taken out of it, brought back to reality or whatever. Literally. 100%. <laughs> and that sucks. You know what I mean? That's hard. That really sucks. And I think... There's just like, we've talked about this a lot. Like there's, I don't, I want to live life. I don't just want to survive. And I think emergency mode is kind of like survival. 100%. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you're just surviving. And it, and it's like that thing of like, I can't possibly go to fucking lunch. I have so much shit to do. You know what I mean? Like that whole thing. And then you end up, you're like, oh my God, I'm living my life like that. Like when was the last time I was just like, oh, like, let's, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think too, like, I mean, for me, like my stresses that have kept me in this like emergency mode have felt very heavy. Yeah. Like financial and things like that. Like the things that keep you stuck in a way, but mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not right. You know what I mean? Like there, there's no like version of life that we were, that has been handed to us. That's like, nope, you're meant to just stay down and you're meant to just stay stuck. Right. It's also like, we're, we really are supposed to be enjoying it at every stage. Like there are things that during this stage, we should realize that we, we are can, like, grateful enjoy. for and enjoying. Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't, nothing's coming to mind yet, but, um, I'll definitely, <laughs> but <it's> like, <laughs> I'll definitely what are they? put some thought to that. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> but may- it's true. Thinking about like the universe 
didn't pick any particular points of your life to be like, oh, you're just going to be waiting to get to the next place on that one. You know what I mean? Like, that's really not true. That's not it. It's not it. It's like every obstacle, and and I know we might start to sound like broken records, but like truly, like every obstacle is an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to grow and change in a big way. And I think part of what's happening in our lives right now, and, you know, you're going through your Saturn return. I, you know, finished with my Saturn return a little while ago, but like is this this kind of like foundation building for the greatness yeah. that we know we're meant to achieve. Yeah. Like I think one thing we talk about this all the time and this is definitely the Leo in us, but we've always had this expectation of just like success. 100%. And it's just never like, been a question. No, it never has. It's just like how do we get there? And I think part of sometimes the reason why this life, this version of life feels so heavy and so hard for us is because we're we're just point blank not successful, <laughs> and that's but you know and what? that feels so fucked up. To it's us. really hard, but that's where I really try, and I tried to say it last week too, to be like, but we've made so much inner growth. Do you know what I mean? Like we are at a different place spiritually than a lot of people are at financially. You know what I mean? I try to like really balance that out. It doesn't feel great right now. I can't I can't really buy any bags with spirituality, <laughs> but. We're getting there. We're We're getting getting somewhere. And I think we know in our hearts that that somewhere is like a big, beautiful, bright space. Yeah. But you you do have to go through the darkness. And I think that's a part of it, too. I, I think that there is something about going through these moments and having these times to like always look back on i'm if just a anything, wizard on a honestly, mountain saying like all debts must be paid do you know what i mean like no, we I do have the to bill pay for this due. 100 but i think another really beautiful thing about this time is the way that it is like bonding us together oh yeah and like and the rest of the team too like i just think that because we do expect to go so high in life. Like, it will be so important at different times for us to remember where we came from. And 100%. our bond is, like, so deep now. Because, yeah. like, especially in the last year, like, you and I especially have gone through so much stuff. That's, like... <laughs> We're, like, one of those married couples that was, like, poor. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we made <laughs> and it. And then we made it. And well, we still working on it. we really close. <laughs> but in a couple years, we'll be like, ooh. But we do. We do talk about, like, the depth of our relationship. And, like, we have been both very single for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> We've Remind had each other. <laughs> no, but DMs are open. <laughs> We've had each other. And I think that has been like such a big part of this journey for us and like this Thank part God. of the journey. Yeah. You know what, what I mean? 100%. This part in particular, like neither one of us could have done by ourselves. No. And I just think that there is a level of understanding that we have with each other. Yeah. Through going, th- like as a result of going through this. 100%. That we just, we have to have for our future, but we wouldn't have if we didn't. I get how married couples are like, no, it's actually the hardest times that bring us the closest. Yeah. Like, I always thought that was yeah. like, kind of like a line, but like, it really does make it sense. It definitely, it definitely 100%. is. There's definitely, I mean, is it a trauma bond? <laughs> <laughs> for someone with more education. We'll figure that out in therapy. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so funny. So I was going to say, like, how do we, along those lines, like, how do we try to get out of emergency mode? How do we cope with it? How do we get out of it? I know in terms of coping, 
I definitely think like mindfulness is the most is yeah. the most way to to feel like you're like more than just whatever this shit is. For sure, is the best way. Is the best way, and I think like two things. Like one, to your point, I will say that like you have to believe that you deserve to live. Yeah, that this is not it for you. That there's an opportunity and a lesson, and you've got to do the work to find it. Totally. And I do think that's an important part of the process, and that takes a lot of energy that you also have to like give yourself. Totally. It takes a lot of will. A lot of will. I mean, a lot lot of of inner strength to be like, no. Yeah. Even though that, even though I've been taught and conditioned to believe something else, you know. Because especially like I do think like times are getting brighter. Literally, like the spring has sprung and we're getting we a, might be getting rid of daylight savings forever and Can that's you imagine? like super exciting <laughs> honestly that would be such a game changer please but i also think like the heaviness of the winter like that brought a legitimate depression in and i think like that depression is really hard especially when you're like you're depressed and your best friend is depressed mm-hmm. like that sucks like tough. we're not able to be there to like support each other in the ways of like let me just bring my friend up because it's like no bitch I'm yeah. down too I don't I'll have it for you, you. yeah <laughs> we really got to a place where it was like bring on the next yeah we're already it was down. dark you know what I mean? yeah we, and we were like and we were just going to bed at like seven o'clock <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm still going to bed at seven all the time, I'm up to nine <laughs> yeah I haven't gotten there yet but Um, but on the other hand of that, I just want to say like, it's also okay to not know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to get us out of survival mode and into living Mm. mode because I'm still figuring it out. Yeah, I've never done it. That's why I was genuinely out. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm genuinely telling you, I'm trying to figure it out. My mom always (laughs) says it's one of the best lessons. Sometimes the best answer is I don't know. And that's so true. You don't need to make something up. I don't. And And you don't need to like try to have all the answers. But when I know, when I have some more ideas about how to do it, I'll let you guys know. Listen, if we ever get And if you guys know, you tell me because again the DMs are open. I'm telling you, because there's this is a part of life that we're just trying to figure out as we go along. And I think as like people in this space, and it's hard to describe our space because like we're... I guess just the people that aren't allowed on Instagram (laughs) would be the best way. (laughs) But I think like we are a yoga school, you know, we do a lot of like yoga meditation. We're literally creating a yoga challenge for ourselves right now. Because um, we're fat and sad. <laughs> because yeah, we need to get through it in a different way. But but I think like being in the space of being like mindful and really like trying to promote um, self-healing and self-love and, and kind of like we want to be people who have the answers for you. But at the same time, to your mom's point, <laughs> we, we don't. don't. <laughs> like, we don't. We don't have the answers. Not all of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there are some answers that we could help out with. Um, and maybe that's one of the biggest things we're going to learn from this experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe coming out of it and when things start to turn around and, we're, and we start to get going, we'll realize we're, we were able to get out of emergency mode. You yeah. Know? And that's one of the lessons. Yeah. Maybe part of the journey is being able to get out of emergency mode, out of survival mode when you are still down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wish we could do it because I, I think <laughs> if we if we were just gonna sit here and be like, well, when we have money, we'll be we'll be able to buy our ways out of it. It's like, well, then what happens next time we don't have money? True. You know what I mean? Not saying yeah. that that's gonna happen, no, you know but what? just that's saying true, that though. that's and a I, possibility. And I think too, it's really important to highlight like a lot of like the anticipation for the business. Of course, it is all tied to money and like our own personal like 
lives. Like, excuse us. We didn't set up the system, but we do have to live in it. But it's also about, like, actually getting to do what we want to do. Like, I can't tell you how, like, annoying it is yeah. <laughs> that we can't I mean, just go and do what we want to do. It's so not just about the money. So we want to make that clear, too. Like, we just want to be able to get this to people. We I would be like able to, to be like, in the, the kitchen. Yeah, I would just love to get in there. I'd love to just be doing be, that yeah, work. 100%. You know what I mean? I'd love it. And... It's hard when you've gone over a year and you feel like you're just so far away still from just doing what you signed up to do, like what I'm you actually signed up to do. Yeah. I'm just trying to make some TikToks of you making some cookies. You know what I mean? We I don't get have it. huge dreams. But I'd like to execute it. At least to start. You know what I mean? We're trying to get to a very reasonable place. Yeah. <laughs> it's it feels hard. Like, really painful when you feel like, look, I am out here every day fighting for something, but I'm also not even doing what I'm fighting for. Totally. That's really tough. You know, it can feel very um, just challenging. You know, I don't want to give it any other name, but... It's challenging. But just hard. On this whole topic, like, I really do... A lot of times I do actually, like, tell myself, like, it has to be so worth it because of all this shit. You know what I mean? Like, I do really think sometimes, like, it would be so easy to just simply get a job and work for someone else and get a paycheck. It's not about that. Like, and this is so... Like, this has to be worthwhile because it I has agree. been such a fucking traumatic I journey. It has. It has been. But I mean, in the way that we're literally going through traumas that I'm like, I'm going to need to deal with book, that We're bookmarking. Yeah, like, we're taking gonna, notes for therapy. I'm like, this conversation that I had, I'm really going to have to oh go back to it. You know, but I can't even think about it right now because... No, it's best you don't. It's best I don't because I'm just going to get through it. very troubling conversations. Painful, honestly. Again, painful. That's like the word that keeps coming up for me. But You'll, you'll see in our scripted series one day, our Abbott Elementary but it won't be a comedy. (laughs) (laughs) It it probably will for some people. Um, Sickos. (laughs) But yeah, no, there's a lot. I think there's a lot that we're going through. And I think, I do think for us though, that we, the biggest thing that we can do for each other, and maybe this is just about us like calling out each other. And also thank you to the listeners for just listening to Ryan and I's therapy session of this episode. (laughs) That's really what this has been. But something mm-hmm. we can do mm-hmm. is... We all share pain. Go yeah, on. <laughs> it's like, we've got to start pointing out, I think, when we're deferring life. Because we do that mm-hmm. a lot. Oh, yeah. We do that a lot. 100%. We, like, defer life all the time. We and have I think, got to do something for your birthday. <sighs> I know. We really do. We do. And there's such a big and part of And now I've said it on the podcast, so we have <laughs> And to. I wish you had it. <laughs> like, I really felt called out when you said that. Because there's such a big... Be, well, also because last year we didn't. I know. So it's also like, we like, have literally. some birthdays to make up for. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. You're totally right. And I do have something in my heart that I want to do for my mm. birthday. I'll tell you later. Uh, but, yeah. You know what I mean? I think we've got to stop deferring life. 100%. We've got to stop deferring life. We've got to start living. And we've got to start giving ourselves, like, happy moments in the moment. And not just saying, like, yeah, when I have this, I will do this. Because, because by the way, it'll probably make it a lot easier to get through. You know what I mean? Like, part of this yeah. is we're making it harder on ourselves by never having, like, fun times to outweigh yeah, the bad times. Yeah, we're not giving ourselves anything. <laughs> yeah. The only thing we're looking forward to is opening that damn bakery. 100%. And that can't be the only thing when you just have no idea when something like that is going to happen. That's the thing, too. When it's like, it's a question mark, that's just no. That's you, you not. You cannot attach to that. You can't hold on to that. Yeah. And we know it's coming as soon and it as makes possible. Sense. But that does, again, that doesn't feel any better. You can't yeah. put that on a calendar. 
it makes sense you saying like, oh, it's not something you can attach to because part of what has been a struggle for me is feeling like I don't, I'm not tethered to anything. Yes. Just floating. Just floating. Because, and I've said this a lot over the last couple of weeks, but especially in the last couple of weeks, it's gotten really hard to like see the vision. Like I'll mm-hmm. be in there sometimes and I'm like, I can't even picture myself in here baking at this point because I've gone through so much other bullshit in that space and I've not even like made one thing. You know 100%. what I mean? And even now, and I, I won't say too much about what's happening in that space because I simply can't. Better but, <laughs> but yeah, it's really hard and it's really painful. It's like I just, I lose that vision and that sucks. You know what I mean? When you just like lose like what you're even, the picture of what mm-hmm. you're even working towards. That is probably well, you can't even have the nice daydream anymore because the daydream gets punctured so quickly by being like, but is that going to happen? And when that's going to happen? And like, what's the I amount need of all the, the account? Like even just get- talking about it right now, yeah. like literally as we're talking about it, my, my body, like my ears are starting to ring. Like I'm, because <laughs> I'm, I'm already thinking flames, of like flames so on the many side of my things, face, literally like 100% all the time. Because that's I'm thinking of mode, so <laughs> many things. Yeah. I'm thinking of so many things that we have to do just like this week that I'm like, I need to get this done by yesterday. And that's a lot of yeah. what we've been dealing Even with. Even while we record the podcast, we're sitting here like, we've got to wrap this up and we've got to get going. <laughs> it's crazy. I, and that's called mental do. illness. Yeah, yeah, that is 100%. a level of mental illness. Falls yeah. under the mental health umbrella. Yeah. And, like that's, and look at coming back full circle to that Mars yeah. and Aquarius conjunction, the Venus and um, mm. Mars and Saturn conjunction and Aquarius and the one that's going to happen with Venus and Saturn as well. It's like, all this shit is coming to a head. And that that's why it's no coincidence that we're talking about it right now. Nope. You know what yeah, I mean? None. There never are. Because honestly, like, this whole conversation is a Mars-Saturn conjunction in Aquarius. Like, that's what we're really preparing you guys for because we're spiritually preparing, preparing for it, too. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> you guys are seeing it. Behind the scenes but of look, our minds. Seriously, like, this is, is really what... podcast what... is? Behind the scenes of our minds. I guess in a way. Wow. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> But seriously, that's what what we're all kind of, I think, collectively working towards and just having a better understanding of like how we're going to get ourselves out of survival mode, but still remember the lessons that we learned in survival mode so that we don't have to go back here. 100%. And because it gives value to the things that come out of it. You know what I mean? In some ways, like not to be all Capricorn about it in that everything has to be pain, but in the sense of like... There does have to be a balance, you know? So Period. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Shall we do a little root to rise? Sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll start. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so another part of the emergency mode conversation is, like, the idea of, like, are you living as who you want to be or, like, a reflection of someone else or, mm-hmm. like, a version of you that is safe mm-hmm. or a version of you that, you know, is avoiding whatever makes you feel triggered, whatever that is. So I just wanted us to like really examine during this great airy season of like action and doing like, why don't you do some things you actually want to do? You know what I mean? Like things that you particularly want to do, not like something that you think like, 
will make you you better. Will, you know what I mean? Like something that is based on someone else's opinion of you or anything. Just it's like what what are there some things that you've been like, you know what, I haven't drawn in a while, or I haven't, like, read a book in a while. Like, kind of the things we were talking about earlier, like, is there something that you're not doing and not placing importance on that, like, you really want to be doing? Yeah. Take Aries, like, all this, like, extra energy we have for action, do something you really want to do. I love that. You know? I love it. Like, we're going roller skating today. We are, and I am, whoa, so excited I'm so excited. It's funny, too, because actually on my way over here, I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, I'm so excited to go roller skating today, and, like, this is something that I, like, wanted, and, like, I've got to... Spend your dream. Do it. <laughs> like, I've got to get myself to that damn rink. Especially <laughs> these very attainable dreams. Come on. I, uh, a bitch can get herself to roller world. <laughs> And get to your roller world, your whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that is awesome and super exciting. Um, and I love it. Thank you for sharing. Thank that. you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> my route to rise this week, I my intention for the week was honestly to be grateful. Love that. And I know it seems super simple and kind of basic, but I... Sometimes fe- that's all you have. That's all I, <laughs> I have. And I think... It's just the best reminder that I can give myself of just how to get out of survival mode and in living mode is like to just look around and like find the things that I can be grateful for. And, you know, it's a big part of like my daily practice and just a way that I feel grounded. I think gratitude does like tether me to something. So true. So that's kind of what I'm just with this week. I love that. Super simple. Have some gratitude. Yeah. Do some entries in your gratitude journal, maybe. Yeah, I actually need a new gratitude journal, so oh that's God, something that I'm up. gonna. That's I so did. Sweet. I just filled another one, so I'm gonna go grab myself a new one. Nice. Yeah, that's something you want to do for you. It is. Wow, everything comes full circle. <laughs> well, we love you guys. Thank we you for you listening so and or Thank watching. You and watching. Yeah, <laughs> you, you said it all. <laughs> <laughs> what if I just talk in your mouth moves? <laughs>